Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hi, this is FPL Harry from fantasyfootballscout.co.uk. You're listening to my weekly podcast on the hot topic of the week. If you'd like to check out the video, I post it every Thursday over on YouTube. Just search Fantasy Football Scout on YouTube. Thanks for listening. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another video on fantasyfootballscout.co.uk. Today, another hot topic with me, FPL Harry, and today we'll be taking you through some of the top forwards that I think you should be owning for the start of the season. Just before we do that, Fantasy Football Scout are very kindly giving away a free membership to one of you who subscribes on YouTube. All you have to do is be a free member to Fantasy Football Scout, drop your username in the comment section down below. Make sure you are subscribed. If you are already a paying member and you are fully enjoying the members area, you can still win and give the membership to one of your friends. So make sure to drop your username in the comment section down below. But let's get into the video. We start off with a quick reminder of the fixtures. I'm sure you've all spent enough of the past couple of weeks staring at the fixture ticker, knowing which teams are on top, knowing which teams have the best and worst fixtures to target. So we're not gonna spend too long on that. Just a reminder that we have the likes of Wolves, Manchester, Manchester City, Arsenal, Liverpool, Brentford coming up at the top and then some of the newly promoted teams like Fulham, Bournemouth and Nottingham Forest down the bottom along with the likes of Crystal Palace. Again, we'll be looking at the fixtures of each individual forward as we get to them. We'll look at a few stats first of all before doing a deep dive into about seven forwards and I'll give you my final ranking for the top five forwards that you should own for game week one. So the top forwards we've got here, we've got a ranking of forwards. We've got Haaland at the top, of course, with no data. Just to call out a few of the top performing forwards from last season. Diego Jota did very well. Of course, he was a midfielder last year, so gets that extra point for a goal and does get that extra point for a clean sheet. He did get more assists than any other forward that we are going to look at today. He did get more points per start as well because of that extra goal, because of that extra point for a clean sheet as well. It did help boost that. However, he did also have the highest non-penalty XG out of any of the forwards in the league last season. Again, 16.98, performing very well. He does look like he's not going to be available for the start of the season. It will be quite touch and go, so we'll have to wait on that if you are considering owning Diego Jota at 9 million. He could be a really nice option playing up front. It helps sort of move that money from midfield into that forward line, but it doesn't look like he's necessarily going to be available for selection. Cristiano Ronaldo also performs very well. He got 18 goals, the highest scoring forward in terms of goals scored, and he also got more bonus points than any other forward as well, coming in with 29. The other forward that performs very well here is Harry Kane. Started more games than any other forward, 36 games last season. Again, we know what he's capable of doing when he does stay fit for the whole season. The partnership that him and Son have cannot be ignored. And I'm sure a lot of you, like me, are having the debate of whether we should own Harry Kane or Haaland for the start of the season, and hopefully this video will answer it for you. And finally, Harry Kane had the highest expected goal involvement. So combining goals and assists, although Ronaldo was better in front of goal, Harry Kane, with that link up with Son, with Kulisewski, had the highest expected goals plus assists from last season. So there's a few stats. You can look at the full table, pull out a few things for you, but let's deep dive into some of my favorite forwards for this season. 
How can we start anywhere else but with Erling Haaland? 11.5 million he has come in at. Again, the highest priced forward alongside Harry Kane. A really nice run of opening fixtures. For me, some of the best attacking fixtures to start the season. West Ham away on the opening day is a bit more difficult than they have to come. Bournemouth at home in the second fixture is really, really what we want to go and target. Great run of opening fixtures. He's likely to be on penalties as well. I can't really look at that Manchester City team and think there's going to be anyone else that is consistent in front of goal from the penalty spot that is going to take them. Morris has missed them. De Bruyne has missed them. Then the likes of Sterling, Jesus, who has taken them before, have moved on. So it does look like Herring Halland is going to be the penalty taker for Manchester City going into the new season, which again, just boosts his appeal even further than it already is. He had a really good season in the Bundesliga with 22 goals and eight assists last season. Again, some of you might want to apply a bit of what is known as the Bundesliga tax. The players that come from the Bundesliga don't normally perform as well when they get to the Premier League. However, if you've got Kevin De Bruyne, if you've got Jack Grealish, if you've got Foden, Maris supplying you, Bernardo Silva as well, there's only going to be a limit of how poorly things can go for you. So overall, we've given him a score of 9.5 out of 10. Those fixtures cannot be ignored. Value only a 7 out of 10 because he is very pricey, but I do think he is worth paying that price for. Next up, we have a very cheap option in Armstrong at Southampton. Again, you might be completely wondering why I've got him in it. It's because he's 5.5 million. If he does start the season as we know he's capable of, and actually the form he's shown in pre-season with a couple of goals, he is capable of getting a good amount of returns for just 5.5 million. The only issue with him and Southampton is the fixtures they do have. Tottenham away in game week one. They also have Chelsea away in game week five. It is a difficult run of fixtures and they do fall quite low down that fixture ticket to start the season. He's one to keep on arm because if they do get a nice run of fixtures later on in the season, they only really have a couple of strikers to pick from now because Brozier is no longer at Southampton so it does look like Armstrong will be starting the majority of games it doesn't look like they're linked with any other forwards as well for this season so they will be going with him as one of their main starters so again maybe not one to start the season with but really keep an eye on him when the fixtures turn nicer he could be really good value because Southampton have to do something to turn the tide on the form that they showed at the end of last season so he's only got a 5 out of 10 he scored a 7 out of 10 in terms of value because at 5.5 million I don't expect him to set the world alike but he is capable of a few returns off your bench or occasionally rotating in and out of your team and I don't think he should be one to be written off completely. Next up, we have Kai Havertz of Chelsea. 8 million, moved from a midfielder to a forward. Lukaku going back to Inter Milan. Looks like he is going to be the starting striker for Chelsea. A big differential as well. He is so lowly owned, under 10%. Could be a real differential to start the season with. Last season, he didn't get quite the returns that many expected of him because he was in and out of the team, playing in a few different positions and just wasn't clinical enough. Only returned eight goals. Let's not mention that Norwich fixture and how he blanked it when they scored seven goals. But we know what he is capable of doing now he's going to go into that season that rotation threat with other forwards like Lukaku is not going to be there he's more likely to get 90 minutes although there is the five sub rule as well I really like what he's capable of and they do have a great run of fixtures Tottenham in game week two is what's potentially putting a few people off but Everton and Leeds in the first three as well means there could be plenty of goals for these Chelsea forwards to get Sterling Mount Havertz, all really nice options, and I do think Havertz is worth looking at as a potential differential in your forward line. I've given him a 7.5 for both value and for his overall score. He has the potential to really step on this season and to, to be good value. Again, maybe slightly more than I'd really want to trust him with given his performance last season, but he definitely has the capability to be a real differential for you if you do decide to go with him. 
Next up, we have Gabriel Jesus and probably the most popular forward to start the season with. To start off with, they have an incredible run of fixtures. Again, Crystal Palace, Leicester, Bournemouth, Fulham, all in their first four fixtures as well. Plus, he has come in at a cheaper price than I think any of us expected to him to. Again, when we saw the opening prices, Saka coming in at eight, for example, we maybe thought that he'd be coming in at 8.59. The fact that he's been priced at eight makes him so popular and really good value for me. So I have given him an eight out of 10 for value and a nine out of 10 for overall score. I really like what Jesus can offer. He's shown in previous seasons and with the underlying stats that we looked at before, what he is capable of doing if he is given a sustained amount of minutes and consistent starts in a team. He knows where the goal is. He can get in the right position. He's shown it at Manchester City, but he hasn't been given a consistent run of starts in a position that he can score a lot of goals. However, at Arsenal, I think that's not going to be the case. He'll be leading the line, the main forward for them at 8 million. I cannot look past him. For me, he is nailed in my game week one team unless there is an injury to him to start the season. I cannot see myself going without him. For me, the best value pick we can have, the most underpriced player alongside some of those midfielders and defenders that we can start the season with. Next up, a slightly cheaper forward in Ivan Tony. He started the season very popular and didn't perform nearly as well as we wanted to last year. However, towards the end of last season, when Ericsson particularly came in, he performed really well. And as a result, he has got quite a few owners to start the season with. Their opening fixtures are okay. The first two against Leicester and Manchester United are probably not as good as we'd want from him. But from game week three onwards, they do get much better. And I keep banging on about it. We need to look past the first couple of fixtures. Don't go picking in transfers. You need to look for the first six fixtures is about picking your game week one squad and Brentford are a team that particularly fit that narrative a lot of you going rearing goal and for the same reason I think we should be looking at Tony he did finish the end of the season really well and now without Ericsson him going to Manchester United I'm not quite as positive about Tony's prospects as maybe I was when there was a good chance that Ericsson came back to Brentford so with that in mind I have only given him a 6 out of 10 because without that creative force him and Mbwemo might get a little bit isolated up front there might be a little bit of that second season syndrome he could be good value Value, though it's 7 million so he does get a 7.5 value rating but I think I'll have to wait and see how they start the season because I worry they won't do as well as they ended the last. Next up we have Callum Wilson a forward that we all really like if he stays fit and that is the big statement for him. They have a nice run of opening fixtures, a few difficult ones in there as well but some real fixtures that you can look to target at 7.5 million. Nottingham Forest on the opening day at home being the sort of key one, one of the best fixtures on the opening day that you can look to target as well as playing Crystal Palace, Wolves and Brighton in the first six fixtures as well. 7.5 million is a really nice prize. You can look at Jesus at 8, okay he's been massively underpriced but Wilson could definitely be a really nice partner for him. 4.6 points per start last year as well is really good we expect Newcastle to continue to step up as they did in the second half of last season they finished third in the Premier League last season from the turn of the year only behind Liverpool and Manchester City as well which is a crazy stat they're likely to finish in the top half of the table again and Callum Wilson is going to be one of those main goal threats if we get that nice run of fixtures and Callum Wilson is fit to start the season there is no reason he can't hit the ground running like he ended the last season as well giving him an 8 out of 10 in terms of score but 9 out of 10 in terms of what I think he can give in terms of value this year 7.5 million that main goal threat on penalties as well we know how clinical he can be and the final forward that we've got, we couldn't have a forward list without Harry Kane in here. 11.5 million, again, slightly cheaper than Son, coming in at the same price as Haaland. 
we know that it is a difficult decision to pick between the two. And the big thing for me it comes down to is the fixtures. The fixtures for Manchester City are better than they are for Tottenham. Tottenham go away to Chelsea in the first six, actually in game week two. And they have West Ham away just like Manchester City do. So two difficult fixtures there compared to just one for Manchester City. We know what they can do. They are proven. He has that goal threat. He has that assist there. As we saw from the stats at the beginning, he has the highest expected goals and assists combined out of any of the forwards from last season. He does look like he starts every single game for him. That rotation isn't really there. Now with Richarlison coming in, there's a small chance if they have a really easy fixture around Champions League, for example, that Kane might drop out, but we never really see that happen. Kane doesn't like to be on the bench. He might get an early sub, but that's only normally when they're two or three up and he has been involved in the goal. So I've given him a nine out of 10, seven out of 10, just like Haaland in terms of value. Again, a little bit more premium than some of the other ones, but we know what they're capable of in terms of how explosive they can be and the points they are able to score. So we've spoken through some of my favorite forwards and potentially some extras to consider as well. We've looked at the fixtures, we've looked at the stats, and now it's time for my top five forward ranking. Now we've gone with Jesus as number one. Doesn't necessarily mean that I think Haaland and Kane are not gonna score as many points as Jesus. It means that I think value for money, Jesus is the better forward that I would rather pick for my game week one team. There is a chance that Haaland isn't in my team. There's a chance that Kane isn't in my team. I cannot see myself going into the season without Gabriel Jesus. Now after him, of course, Haaland and Kane come very soon in behind. Haaland does come in as number two because those fixtures are slightly better. Further down the list, number four, I have ranked Callum Wilson. Again, if he stays fit, we know what he's capable of. And number five, a bit of a differential in Kai Havertz, but again, that lack of rotation threat that he's now got leading the line for Chelsea, if he's going to continue to be that position, he could score 15 plus goals this season. Maybe as a Chelsea fan, I'm a little bit biased, but I know what he's capable of. We've seen it from him. We just need a little bit of consistency. So this is my top five forward ranking. A few others we've spoken about as well. Let me know in the comment section down below what you think of these five forwards, the rest of them we've spoken about in the video, who is leading your line as well. Remember from the beginning of the video, if you do want to win a free Fantasy Football Scout premium membership, drop your Fantasy Football Scout username in the comment section down below. Thank you all for watching. Make sure you like the video and subscribe to the channel. If you do enjoy FPL videos, make sure to go and check out my channel as well. FPL Harry on Twitter, on YouTube as well. All the links are in the description for daily videos coming your way over on my channel as well. Thank you all for watching and we'll be back again very soon.